Hey guys, it's Keon and I'm back. It's been a while. I've been busy. I went back to school. So I've just been working a bunch on that, studying, and I'm exhausted, man. The, the glasses aren't even for like show. The glasses are to hide the pain. <laughs> the pain of going through all of this. It's a, it's a lot of work, but um, it's all good, man. It's, it's all for something better. But I wanted to come back, man, because it's been a while. I didn't want to give up the channel, obviously. I was like, I, I still want to talk about MMA because I love MMA so much. Uh, but I was unable to keep up with multiple videos a day or three videos a day or something like that. It was just going to be too much work. So I decided to myself, what if I just made a podcast format? 30 minutes, I think 30 minutes is just enough even less man you know i'm not even trying to be here all day and waste your guys time uh 30 minutes of me talking mma and everything that happened the weekend prior for this episode i want to talk about a little bit more things because i missed out on a lot that i want to give my two cents on but yeah i almost died there man i don't know what happened i, I need some of this <laughs> this is the podcast format but yeah, um, I wanted to talk about MMA. I miss talking about it with you guys. I love the comments from you guys. I love all of it. So please continue that support. Leave your comments. Give this video a like. Uh, what else do they do? Subscribe to this channel. That's the support I would appreciate. So please continue that. And uh, let's get to it with uh, this past weekend's event, which was... UFC Fight Night, Fiziev versus Gamrot in the main event. Mataush Gamrock, <laughs> Gamrock, Gamrot, he defeated Rafael Fiziev in the second round. TKO knee injury. It's a shame when fights end like these. Um, it did happen. Someone pointed out that it happened in the first when Mataush went for a takedown and then. Um, he ended up lifting Rafael's leg high and Rafael was just balancing, but that's basically how it started because when Mataush let go, Rafael, he landed awkwardly and it was just a matter of time before his knee was going to give up and that's what happened in the second. So strategically, technically, Mataush did what he had to do. He won this fight fair and square, but honestly, it's just something you don't like to see, especially because it was a very close fight. In the first round, uh, Rafael was connecting with some heavy shots, man. Like, I'm surprised Mataush was able to survive those. And then Mataush, man, he was just shooting for takedowns. Uh, I don't know if he was able to secure a takedown. Um, maybe he was for a moment there, but... In general, it was just pressure from him and then Rafael, he really had control on the feet there, but very close first round. And then the second, uh, same thing, but then the knee injury happened. Mitalich went for some punches, but then the ref stepped in right away. Um, it sucks, man. It, it sucks for Rafael Fiziev, you know, uh, now two defeats in a row. Still a great fighter. I think he'll bounce back from this, but it is good for Mitalich Gamrot for sure. I feel like uh, the narrative with Mitalich Gamrot is um, he's not that great, <laughs> which I, I can't agree with, man. This is a guy who defeated Armin Sarukian. I know some people are like, Armin Sarukian won that fight, but still, he... Uh, he made it a competitive fight with Armin, which is impressive enough. He lost to Benil Dariush. I think that was a little bit too much too soon for him. 
so uh failure was bound to happen but uh bounce back with wins against Jalen Turner and now Rafael Faziev that's a big win uh, for him, Rafael Fazia. So who should Matalsh Gamrot fight next? I was gonna say, uh, I was gonna say Benil Dariush, but he already uh, lost to Benil. Maybe that makes sense, a rematch, but I think that's too soon, man. You can't do that. Matalsh Gamrot. Um, who should he fight? I would say uh, Chandler, but Chan see, the thing with Chandler is that I feel like he doesn't want to fight anyone who is like an up-and-comer. He wants to fight the big names, and you know, I feel like the UFC will give that to him because they like him. Uh, lightweight. Who should uh, Matosh fight next, man? I guess Dustin Poirier, but I feel like Dustin doesn't even want to take that fight either, man. But that makes sense, honestly. Um, realistically, I feel like Matosh is going to fight... Um... Bro, this is actually so difficult to say. Um... <laughs> Rafael dos Anjos, Grant, Grant Dawson maybe, if Grant Dawson gets past Bobby Green in the next uh, event, I think that's what's going to happen. Uh, but yeah, um, I think Grant Dawson or Dan Hooker, we'll see man, one of those two. <laughs> I, I don't think it's going to be someone up there. Uh, aside from the main event of this card, uh, nothing else really happened. Bryce Mitchell got a win. Uh, against Danny Gay in the co-main event, which uh, was a solid win for him. Um, it's funny, man. I like Bryce Mitchell. Bryce Mitchell is a character. I don't really agree with what Bryce Mitchell says, but uh, I like, I respect that he stands up for what he believes in, you know, and he he he's very vocal about that. That that is, uh, I could respect that. And in general, I, I I like his character. And he's a good rapper, man. I don't know if you guys listened to his uh, mixtape. It was pretty solid, man. Dark and Saws, solid track on there. Uh, Marina Rodriguez defeated Michelle Watterson Gomez, bro. That was a beatdown. That was that was uh, very bad for Michelle. She looked good early on, but then. Once Marina started to connect, it was just game over. Uh, Michelle became all bloody, uh, was unable to do much after uh, the first round, midway first round. And Michelle ended up getting the finish in the second. Yeah, solid win by Marina. But yeah, I think for Michelle, it's, it's over, man. She's got to hang up the gloves. I, I think this is like a three-fight losing streak now. What is it? Wow, four-fight losing streak. And it's only been like one and six in her past seven. Damn. Yeah, I think uh, it's time to call it a career. Uh, Brian Battle versus uh, AJ Fletcher. I didn't watch it. I didn't watch this entire card. Charles Jordan, I'm happy he got the win, but I didn't see it. Um, I didn't see much else on this card, so I can't really say much about that. But I did want to talk about other things, too. Um, I want to talk about uh, Grasso versus Shevchenko too. Very controversial uh, topic here because a lot of people are saying uh, Valentina got robbed. And I don't think she got robbed per se. She got robbed in regards to the fifth round. Like it should have just been a 10 9. I don't know. I, I don't know who the judge is, but. Um, yeah, that, that was messed up, man. That was crazy that he he actually scored that uh, a 10-9 because that, that or 10-8, shall I say. That was not a 10-8 whatsoever. 
Uh, that was a, a robbery in a sense, but in regards to the decision, I kind of thought Alexa Grasso did enough to win. I forgot what which exact rounds I chose for her, but by the end, I was like, I gotta get water, man. I'm thirsty. Alexa Grasso. By the end, um, I thought she did enough to win. Very close fight, though. I wouldn't be opposed to you saying that you thought Valentina won at the end of that one. But uh, it ended up being a split draw, which uh, if that 10-8 if that round didn't happen, if it was a 10-9, Valentina would have won it. So I guess that's why people are saying it's a, it's a robbery. But um, I don't know, man. Yeah. It's, it's hard to say. It's a very tough situation. I, I definitely think that judge needs to be investigated because that was, that was insane. 10-8 was, was bad. Uh, but overall, very uh, good fight. I think the two should go for a third fight. Why not, man? I, I, I know, um, what's her name? Erin Blanchfield is basically uh, on the cusp of fighting for that belt. But I think give her one more fight, man, because I, I don't want to rush her too quick. I think... Uh, if she gets one more win under her belt, then we get her in the title shot after um, crossover Shevchenko 3. I think that makes sense. So I would like to see these two women fight each other again for a third time. Uh, let's see. What else can I talk about this card? I, I wasn't really paying attention to Jack Della Maddalena and Kevin Holland. Like, I I, I was and I wasn't. Like, I, 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 I knew it was close when I was just kind of like glimpsing here and there. I, I really can't say much about that. Um, Raul Rosas Jr., he looked impressive in his win. I guess it wasn't against someone notable, but uh, in the end of the day, this guy's young, man. <laughs> like, for him to be 17, 16, I don't know, 17 years old now, and 18, and for him to be doing this on, on the biggest level of MMA is very impressive enough. So uh, let, let him take his time. There's no rush, you know. Let, give, him, give him these easy fights. Let him build his confidence, his momentum. And then we'll start talking about uh, top 15, top 10 guys. <laughs> it's funny how at one point he was like, I, I think I could beat Aljo. <laughs> Bro, that was good. I like the confidence, though. That's, uh, you, you need that. Um, Lupi Godinez, man, she looked so impressive in her fight against uh, Elise Reed. Um, I look forward to seeing what's next for her. I think she she really uh, found her groove now that she's training with uh, Alexa Grasso and her team. And yeah, that's a she's a an exciting prospect in the strawweight division in my opinion, and uh, she's Canadian too, so I love that as well. I support all the Canadians, and uh, yeah, man, uh, very solid performance by her, and I also uh, want to quickly talk about Adesanya versus Sean Strickland. Sean Strickland <laughs> did it, man. I can't believe it. I actually really can't believe it. For people, uh, for people who called it out before, which... Uh, I've seen like very very smart in my opinion because uh, yeah 
this uh this was like this was a styles make matchups type of fight because even sean didn't think this was going to be an easy fight but it was relatively easy for him and that's because of sean's style man he just presses forward he's not afraid he comes with constant volume and that's horrible against a counter striker like izzy who needs time to set up his attacks if you don't give him any of that time that space to set up he can't do anything and that's what happened in this fight so it was just uh an absolute disastrous performance from Israel, but also a very good performance from Sean Strickland. I agree with both sentiments. It was a mix of both. And um, yeah, man, Sean Strickland as the UFC champion is is absolutely massive. Do I think he'll be a longtime champion? I don't think so. Um, I think he, he loses to Drickus Duplessis, um, who else is there? Yeah, I think he, who, he loses to Drickus, man. Um, do I think he loses to Robert Whitaker? I don't know, man. I, I, I would actually love to see that fight, him versus Robert Whitaker. But apparently they're saying they want to see the, the, the UFC wants to make the rematch with Israel Adesanya, the media rematch. And I don't uh, agree with that at all. Like, that makes no sense. I think uh, Dana actually backtracked on that statement. He's like, no, never mind. We're not going to do that because, yeah. This guy can't keep getting immediate rematches. He got one after he lost his belt to Pereira. Got that immediate uh, a rematch, won his belt. Very good for him, but you can't, you can't keep doing this, man. What if he wins his belt back and then he loses it again? Does he get an immediate rematch? Like, we can't, we can't uh, do this to Israel Adesanya, no matter how big of a star he is right now. Um, but yeah, this is... Uh, a very huge win for Sean Strickland, and it, it's going to be interesting to see what his uh, his reign is going to look like, no matter how long that's going to be. I don't know how long it will be, but I feel like it's going to be a very fun and controversial one, and I, I can't wait to see uh, what's going to happen because he has way more eyes on him now compared to before. Like, uh, how is that going to fit in with his personality, like the way he presents himself? Like, uh, I'm interested in seeing that, but uh, uh, good for Sean, man. You know, he was a guy who has been in the UFC for a, a very long time. He uh, fought Kamaru Usman way back in the day at Walter Waite and then ended up uh, losing, um, decides to go to middleweight. And, you know, he, he's always looked impressive. N nothing like too, like, fancy, but he gets the job done. And he's been doing that for years. Sometimes he loses and then he, he backtracks, but then... Finally, everything just came uh, together when it comes to fighting, when it comes to timing, in regards to the situation of everything, when it comes to his personality and how he promotes himself outside of the cage. Like, it all came together and we, we found success in it. So it's really good to see uh, Sean Strickland be in this situation. Uh, as for Israel Adesanya, though, man, um, that, this, this was a, a horrible defeat. In my opinion, it's the defeat that is the beginning of the end for him. Because, yeah, man. You know, I, I thought it was going to be the beginning of the end for him after that defeat to Alex Pereira. So for him to come back was impressive. Like, it, it was huge. But the difference with the defeat to Alex Pereira and to Sean Strickland is that in Sean Stric the, sh the fight against Sean Strickland, it went to the decision. 
Like, it wasn't like he got finished in the first round. In fact, it would have been better if Sean was able to finish that fight in the first, like it looked like he was going to do, because then there would have been more grounds of, okay, he got lucky, let's uh, set up a rematch, and let's watch this again. But because we basically saw the entire fight play out, and we, we saw that Israel's style is just not going to defeat Sean Strickland's, um yeah this is this is just like it, it's a very bad defeat for israel adesanya it's just downhill from here in my opinion uh it, it it shows a lot of people that this is his game plan this is how you defeat it it's it's not an easy game plan to defeat because you need to not be afraid you need to keep pushing forward uh constant volume which could get tiring but uh i think it definitely gives more people the idea on what to work on which is not a good thing and then when you also add in the fact that israel is 34 turning 35 um father time man stays undefeated and you have a new crop of up-and-comers in the middleweight division it's just um i feel like it's it's the end of the adesanya and whitaker era like we're, we're moving past that slowly now which uh, it's it sucks to see because those were the guys who were running the division for years and now um it's done it, it, i don't know if it's uh, fully done yet but i feel like we're on our way to that and um i'm not saying that these guys are going to go on losing streaks now but um i it, it's i don't see them capturing gold at this point anymore i think their times have passed but um yeah, for Israel Adesanya, what sucks the most about this for him, in my opinion, is that he will not be known as the greatest middleweight of all time after this, in my opinion. I think this seals the deal. Like, there was a bit of a, okay, maybe he can come back and resurrect um, what he has and try to become the middleweight GOAT over, uh, surpass Anderson Silva for that title after he beat uh, Alex Pereira it's like okay um, maybe there's a comeback in store but then he lost his belt right away in one-sided fashion and it's just like damn man you know I think uh, it, I think it's clear that he is the second greatest middleweight of all time but he he's not going to surpass Anderson Silva which sucks because I know he wanted he wanted that and um yeah, it, it's hard to say, man. I think his best bet right now is for Alex Pereira to beat Yuri Prohaska. So then Alex become, becomes a light heavyweight champion. And then you have Adesanya move up and those two fight for a third time. I think that's, that's the ideal situation for him. But if that doesn't happen, I honestly don't know uh, what he should do. Let me look at the rankings. Like, I, I definitely don't agree with a, an immediate rematch with Sean Strickland. I would love to see a fight with him and Drikas Duplessis still. Um, yeah, I think the only other option is Drikas Duplessis and maybe the winner of Paulo Costa and Hamza Chimaev. That's what makes sense to me. Um, as for Sean Strickland, yeah, Drikas, man. I think Drikas makes sense, make that fight. And if Drikas is now ready for whatever reason, then make Robert Whitaker. I think that makes sense. Um, that's all I have for UFC 293. I can't really talk 
say much more about that. Um, let's talk about some matchups that have been announced recently because there's been a few. And the first one I want to talk about, let me get some water first. Get, get a drum roll in your head. First one I want to talk about is Tony Ferguson versus Patty Pimblett for UFC 296, man. This is so, such an interesting fight. What an interesting fight this one is, man. Um, I don't know what to say, you know? I, it, it, it makes sense on paper, but at the same time, I don't even think Tony Ferguson should be fighting anymore, man. It's just, it's so hard to see and it, if I see him lose to Paddy, like, seeing Tony Ferguson lose to Paddy Pimblett is just going to continue uh, putting the dagger in the heart. It's right there already. Just someone keeps hammering it down. That's what this fight is going to be if Paddy Pimblett wins. But, man, imagine... <laughs> I, I don't think this is going to happen, but imagine if Tony finds a way to get this done. Imagine if he wins this fight. Like, that would be the optimal situation because not only does Tony break his losing streak, but then Patty loses. Everyone wants Patty to lose. And, uh, yeah, that would be friggin' awesome, man. <laughs> I would love for that to happen, but I don't think it's gonna happen. I don't think it's going to happen, sadly. Um, Tony, he just doesn't look good anymore, man. Um, what was his last fight? Was it Nate? Or did he fight again after that? I feel like he fought again after that, man. Um, yeah, he's just, uh, he's old, man. <laughs> like, what do we expect? The guy is old. He's uh, 39 years old. He's gonna turn 40 in February. Like, bro, this is this is bound to happen. He lost to Bobby Green the last time and he, he did not look good in that fight, man. He did not look good. I think he had some moments, but it's just like, well, what are moments gonna do? What are moments going to do? You're still losing the fight. And yet the past three defeats have been finishes. It's just like, bro, this is so tough to see, man. And then I'm scrolling to his 12 fight win streak. And it's like, bro, like, I can't believe this was the same guy. You know, it's crazy how this happened. But um, father time, man, stays undefeated. Uh, I do hope my heart's going with uh, Tony Ferguson to win this fight. But I think my head is uh, siding with Patty Pimblett. So. That's my early prediction for that. Uh, Ian Gary Machado. Ian Machado Gary is going to be fighting Vicente Luque for UFC 296. This UFC 296 card is the final one of the year. So um, a huge card for the final one of the year. Um, I know Ian won to fight uh, Stephen Thompson. I thought that fight made sense. But now Stephen Thompson is going to be fighting... Uh, uh what's his name shavkat man shavkat rahmanov he's gonna be fighting shavkat like like i you can't say he was ducking ducking ian if he's going to be fighting shavkat <laughs> bro but you know what this is how i see it i feel like steven would rather take that fight against shavkat because it would be his last path to fighting for the title basically if he wins against Shavkat, I think you give him an, an immediate title shot. Like, it, it makes sense to me. Um, with Ian Gary, on the other hand, he, he's not really in that position. If he beats Ian Gary, it's like, okay, whatever. Um, 
he beat E and he was an up and comer. Like Shafkat is more prominent in the uh, welterweight rankings right now, and I feel like a win over him, anyone at this point, you're getting a shot at the title. So, uh, yeah, man, it, it sucks uh, that uh, we don't get to see Steven versus uh, Ian, but uh, understood on Steven's behalf. But Ian Gary Machado versus Vicente Luque. Solid fight, man. I think this is a good step up in competition for Ian after his last win. Who was that? Who was that against? Neil Magny? Yeah, that was a very dominant win from him. Um, didn't get the finish, but you know, it is what it is. Very dominant still. Uh, Vicente Luque coming off of that win against Rafael dos Anjos. Rafael dos Anjos. Uh, yeah, I think that makes sense. This fight makes sense, man. Who do I think is going to win, though? I think uh, Ian Gary, man. Uh, he, This guy has uh, not only the skills, man, but the confidence. The confidence is at an all-time high for him. And uh, the UFC is building him so well. I think they're doing a perfect job in where he started to how he's growing right now. Hopefully to a title shot is what everyone wants i guess but uh yeah i think uh ian gary man the momentum is at an all-time high for him and he's gonna get this one against vicente luque sean brady versus uh, kelvin gastelum for a ufc fight night in december i think this fight makes sense too man you know sean brady versus kelvin gastelum i knew i know sean brady was supposed to be fighting a very tough fight who was it gonna be was it jack della madalena yeah he was going to fight him. That would have been tough, man. I think Kelvin Gastelum makes more sense. Even though Kelvin looked really good in his last win against uh, Chris Curtis. Um, he, I don't think it's the, the Kevin. Uh, the Kelvin of old. I said Kevin. Uh, I think he's he's past his prime, man. After that Israel fight, he wasn't the same. And yeah, he, he looked good in the fight against Chris Curtis. But... Against Sean Brady, man, I think Sean... I don't know, man. It's hard to say. <laughs> it's actually hard. Because Sean Brady is good, but, like, he hasn't really shown anything to, like, say, okay, this is a top guy. Like, his moment to do that was against Bilal Muhammad, but then Bilal finished him. So it's just, like, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I think... Uh, I, I want to say Sean Brady does it, but I, I could also see kelvin doing it as well man i don't know that's a tough one to pick uh let's see what else do i want to talk about i i guess uh i want to go back and talk more about um what's it called uh that guy <laughs> who's his name i want to talk more about uh shafka rahmanov and stephen thompson that's uh that's a crazy fight for Steven Thompson. When I heard about that, I'm like, uh, yeah, I don't see it going well personally. I, w I wish I could see it going well, but um, I don't think so, man. Shavkat has just been looking so good, especially after that fight against uh, Jeff Neal. I'm just like, damn, this guy is, this guy's the real deal. All of his wins have been finishes. That's undefeated and all of his wins are finishes. That's insane, man. This guy is crazy. One more water before we go. We're at the 27-minute mark. Maybe I'll just wrap up now because I have nothing much to say. But I will end on, yeah, I think uh, Shavkat's going to defeat uh, Stephen Thompson. 
kudos for Steven on taking this fight and trying to uh, get one last crack at that title. Uh, but yeah, I don't think it's going to happen, sadly. Uh, yeah, but that was uh, the first episode of the podcast. We did it, man. We got to the end. Uh, next week, what's happening next week? Or shall I say, um, what's it called? Is it next week? Is there an event next week? Let's see. Yeah, Dawson vs. Green. That's what's going to happen. Um, I love Bobby Green, man. I always root for Bobby Green. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick Bobby. But this is a tough fight, man. Grant Dawson. Yeah, like coming off of a win against Amir Ismagulov, he's 21 and 1. Like this guy, this guy's the real deal for sure. And Bobby is that guy that fighters fight to see, okay, are, are they going to be top 15, top 10 guys? So that's what this fight is. Um, I'm going to pick Bobby Green though. But yeah, that is uh, the Keon Kamora podcast once again. Uh, please support this channel, give this video a like, comment down below on what you thought on anything that I spoke about. Um, yeah, I, I, I also want to say I'm, I'm still making how good videos. They're still going to be coming out. Um, but yeah, weekly, these videos are going to be coming out. Oh, I dropped my pencil case, man. Um, but it's okay. The episode is wrapping up. Thank you for watching once again like comment subscribe i appreciate it very much have a good day take care bye bye